0: Welcome back to series two of the HR Grapevine podcast, the podcast series that takes an in-depth look at one of the most fascinating, important or divisive HR stories from over the last week. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a short 10-minute podcast. So, join me as we properly pick apart what it means to work in the people function. Today, I'm joined by Jade Burke, online editor at Recruitment Grapevine. So welcome back, Jade. How's 2020 treating you so far?
1: Not too bad at all. So thanks for having me again. Certainly good to be back for the new year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure having you back again. Yeah. So in this week's podcast, the story that we're going to unpick the HR issues behind is a story which we titled Boss Gives Non-Smoking Staff This Perk Each Year. The story proved to be very popular among our readership and garnered a wealth of views. So essentially, a boss at a training and employment solutions provider started to notice um, that the employees who smoked at his firm spent up to an hour each day on cigarette breaks, while the non-smokers stayed at their desks and continued to work. So he came to the realisation that the non-smokers should be compensated for the time, for the essentially for the equivalent time that the smokers are popping out for a cigarette break, and has actually given them four extra days of annual leave per year. It's a lot. Yeah, 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 exactly, it is. Um, and speaking to the Daily Mail, he said, Last year I saw something on social media suggesting that workers who don't smoke should have an extra four days off. Um, everyone was saying it was a great idea, but nobody said they would actually do it. So I came to work at the start of January feeling generous and told everyone that would, would kick it off. I'm not sure that's an opportunity that most people wouldn't, um, wouldn't say no to. No, definitely. Um, and actually, as a result of this, a lot of workers who did smoke were quick to say that they would pack it in in order to qualify for the extra Days off. However, right. the managing director, um, who is the person that instigated this new policy, um, explained that they would only be rewarded after a 12 month break from smoking, essentially. Um, so, Jade, I think the first question to ask really is do you think this is the right way to incentivise employees to quit smoking and to drive increased productivity? Or do you actually think that this will end up excluding employees long term and kind of creating a breakdown in? Um, just engagement and overall culture. Right,
1: yeah. It's it's certainly interesting, uh, for sure. It's one I've never heard of before in the sense of job perks and benefits that are available. I think introducing any new perk can, of course, improve morale because after, you know, the Christmas break, people are feeling a bit down anyway, having that time off. So that would surely make everyone feel a bit more engaged and and interested. But, of course, like you say, not everyone will have access to this because if you are a smoker. So could it potentially rub people up the wrong way? Yes, I think it could. But on the other hand, like you said, it could indeed incentivize employees to quit smoking. So Which obviously has the, the the added health benefits as well. Definitely. I think that's that's a really good um, good point to this. But myself, I'm a non-smoker. I You know, you can't help but notice how often smokers do head outside during the day for a yeah. quick smoke, a little break outside. And the time does rack up. For example, that boss did say at the company that smokers spend up to an hour each day on a cigarette break. So yeah. when you add that up to within a week or a month, you know it's a, yeah, it's, it's quite considerable, considerable. Amount of time. Then I did some research prior to this, and a report by sorry, a report called "Audit Smoking Habits" in the UK, which was by PHE and the ONS back in twenty eighteen. Yep, they found that fourteen point four percent of adults in England actually smoke. So while that statistic is down from the previous year, which was fourteen point nine it does indicate that there is still a large number of workers who are smoking in the UK and of course that does take them away from their work during the day which i guess could actually impact the impact their productivity as well but then on the other hand taking breaks at work does help employees and it is really important so that they can fresh their thoughts and take a step back from a demanding task that you know really is a yeah, like their the day brain. really exactly that was even backed up by research i found online Um, which found that a 30 second mini, a micro break can increase productivity by up to 30%. So thinking about it, a quick step outside to recharge and have that cigarette could indeed actually help boost productivity on a working day, for example. But then again, I I really wouldn't be surprised if some employees felt excluded by this new job perk, because it could potentially lead staff members to feeling a little bit disgruntled that they don't have access to this. And feel a little bit left out and discluded i guess
0: yeah i think i agree with that and i think it actually it's a difficult one because the smokers like you say may feel excluded from a perk yeah. of the sort but then again the non-smokers may feel at a disadvantage because they don't feel like they are able to step out and take i, I guess it. like an air break as it were yeah because they haven't got an actual purpose for going out that you know yeah. they're not going out to smoke and they might, might not feel that they're actually able to do that. Yeah. Um, they might not feel that, you know, just getting out of the office for a quick five minutes of fresh air or something it, yeah. qu- quantifies as, as a you know a good reason to, to get out of the office. For sure. But when I was doing research for this podcast, I actually found out that... While this annual leave offering isn't commonplace within the UK, there are other firms around the world that have actually decided to compensate workers in a similar similar style um, because they don't smoke. So in 2017, um, it was a Tokyo-based marketing firm called Piala Inc. They granted their employees an extra six days of paid holiday, yeah, exactly, per year. Um, After the non-smoking colleagues griped that the smokers were doing less work because of the time that they were taking to go out and have a smoke break. Um, So this came to light after workers proposed this offering via a company suggestion box and the CEO actually caved in and agreed that, you know, non-smokers should be reimbursed and you know, have have the time that compensates for that. Right. Um and obviously again with this the hope was that the smokers would pack it in not just for the the added well being and, and health benefits, but also as a way to um increase productivity mm-hmm. and ensure that when people are actually at work, they are um performing to their, yeah. you know, optimum output. Yeah. Um and I think this actually brings us on to the next section of our podcast, which is about time-wasting activities. So, um, according to some research from mm. uk, around 30% of employees spend more than an hour each day smoking, which really infringes on productivity in output yeah. um, and also could cause various distractions, etc. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like this is the only kind of activity that is costing businesses time and money, though, is it, Jade?
1: No, definitely not. Because we we spend around eight hours a day, I guess, in our place of work, it's only natural for our minds to wander and get a bit distracted during the working day. You know, you can't be tied to one task for the entire duration no, of that time. Not. And in fact, the average worker has admitted to wasting time for more than five hours per week, which actually amounts to 37 days per year. And this research was carried out by Casino Kings this year, actually. And it discovered that nearly a fifth of workers spend an hour on YouTube each day, so Browsing videos, you know, doing all sorts of different things instead of working. While another twenty percent spend more than half an hour a day in the loo just to avoid tasks. So oh, that's
0: quite staggering. Yeah,
1: it's, it's it's a it's a big number for sure. Then there are such things as meetings, chit chat with colleagues, and of course the daily tea round that we're all kind of we all get to get involved with for sure. And it can lead us astray and stop us from getting on with the work at hand. I know I've been guilty of getting distracted by things such as these during the working day as I'm partial to a few cups of tea to get a break from the screen and even gather my thoughts.
0: Well, absolutely. You know, um, <laughs> both of us find tea breaks prime opportunity to discuss the latest TV gossip
1: Yes, exactly um, and it. everything.
0: And that, I think, does really help with productivity because, you know, having that couple of minutes away from your desk... Yeah. Just to, you know, think about something else which is yeah, not necessarily yeah. work related, or even just catch up about how a meeting that you've both just been in went. Really, really helps because you feel exactly. like you've got that brief separation, exactly. Yeah, um, and
1: then you can just get straight back on as yeah. soon as you're back it at your can desk. Spark creativity. You might be talking about something on TV that will actually be quite useful for what you're doing at work. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you know, influenced from the That's outside. It. Yeah, but of course, while taking a break during the day, it is crucial for employees. There's no doubt about that. It can mount up and actually cost businesses money. So much so that 2015 research from Setter discovered that procrastination among employees costs businesses, I think it's around six, 76 billion each year. Wow, that's so, so it's a, a, a huge number when mm. you think about it, especially when you consider profit and loss of an organisation. That's a, it's a huge number. And thinking about it to prevent this, HR departments could try and tackle it. For example, what is it that is actually contributing to employees' procrastinating like finding out you know delving into that and yeah finding i guess out like are exactly they finding it is. too
0: complex so they have the right yeah. resources
1: yeah could be a number of different things even like yeah. the lighting in the in yeah, the office yeah, can affect true. people yeah for example i would say, like there's different things like maybe promoting a more open and trusting culture so employees feel free to take a break when they feel it's necessary and that will help their productivity and boost mm. it then even introducing little rewards and benefits for when tasks are completed that could even help incentivize team members to, yep. to get the job done and, and finish it to a good level because they know they're going to be rewarded for it
0: absolutely i think the point you touched on about a culture of trust That's um it, yeah. we're all adults at the end of the day and if someone knows that they're getting to you know like a saturation point yeah and they physically can't put any more work yeah. in that's actually going to be worthwhile and good yeah. and to a high standard, then maybe just taking a few minutes um, to refresh, go and make a drink, just, I don't know, walk up and down the stairs or something yeah. like that, then they will probably come back ready to hit the ground running. Yeah, it
1: reduces that fatigue. I yeah, guess, and it? I
0: think as well, you know, every employee will be aware of their capacity. And once mm. they reach that point and it gets a bit too much it's crucial that they feel that they are have got the trust and their employers trust them just to take a few minutes off and think of something else, as that's long it. as obviously this doesn't get abused in the long run. Um, but unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. HR Grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content, whether that's through our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, or market-leading research papers. So to find out more or to sign up to our daily content newsletter, which also showcases solutions and best practice answers to all of your HR issues, please visit www.hrgrapevine.com.